The Crime Scene Podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome back. Hi! It's Edgar. And Brandy. And thank you for listening. Yes, thank you so much. And I, before we get started, I just have to <laughs> apologize for the delay in this episode. I just could not get my shit together this week. <laughs> but we're doing it, okay? So, yes. sorry for the delay, but here's the content that you were supposed to get last week, but you're getting it yes. now. <laughs> okay. At least she's being honest with you guys. You know, Brandy could have been like, so sorry. I was on vacation or something. But she I had started. a technological difficulty. My computer crashed. No, 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 no. I just kids and life and exhaustion. I just couldn't get my shit together. Which, which is totally okay. Totally yeah, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So today's my episode. Obviously, because yep. I couldn't get my shit together last week. Otherwise, it would not be <laughs> my episode. Um, and today I'm going to go over the murders of the fisher family and i you might know this one edgar because they are from scottsdale arizona so it's local yeah wait when did it happen like the year oh my god yeah Hmm. i'm like thinking about it now you might recognize it once i get started okay yeah oh my god i do i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) right before i say anything (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, did you say the Fisher family? I do know. <laughs> You're like, I was friends with them. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get started. All right, so on April 10th, 2001, at approximately 8.45 a.m., 911 calls come flooding in about an explosion and a house fire. Oh. Yeah, so police and fire arrive on scene, and it's like this big blaze with flames that are like 20 feet high. And, I mean, it is just burning, okay? And firefighters get to work putting out the fire or trying to. And then the police start investigating, asking neighbors, like, who lives here, blah, 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 trying to find out. They find out that it is the home of the Fisher family with parents Robert and Mary Fisher and their two children, Brittany and Bobby. And that basically tells police that there's probably people inside because there was a truck in the driveway and, you know, it's 8.45 in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. Once firemen get the flames put out and, you know, arson investigators and police and everybody gets in there to investigate, I I mean, the house is burnt to a crisp. I will link in the show notes and then I'll post on Instagram photos of the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's burnt. <laughs> like, this, this was not... Just a house that caught fire, they could tell that there was some foul play. So once they get in there, they find three charred bodies. Three out of the four? Three out of the four. Okay. Three bodies were found. And the way that the bodies were found, they were found curled up in bed. So immediately... On top of the fire just being so aggressive, immediately they're like, okay, foul play, even more so now. Mm -hmm. And the reason I think that is because the bodies were 
just curled up in bed. They didn't even move, you know, like if the house had burnt up, you know, they would have at least tried to get away. You know, they would have been a couple feet from the bed before they succumbed to the smoke or the flames or whatever, but they were literally just snuggled up in their beds. And they know right off the bat that two of the bodies belong to the children, 12 year old Brittany and 10 year old Bobby, just because of the size. Mm-hmm. But the last body, they can't tell who it is because it's burnt so badly. They can tell by the size it's an adult, but whether that's Robert or Mary, they don't know. So later, the autopsy is able to confirm that it is the body of 38-year-old Mary Fisher. Of course. Yep. So mom, two kids, burnt in the fire. The autopsy also confirms that... They did not have any soot in their lungs, so they were dead prior to the blaze. And it also shows that all three of them had their throats slit nearly ear to ear, and they were almost decapitated. And the mother, yeah, and the mother Mary also had a gunshot to the back of her head. I mean, whether that happened before or after her throat was slit, nobody knows because of the fire but yeah it's not good yeah so the arson investigators find out that there was an accelerant thrown all over the house right gasoline some you know some type of accelerate acetone gasoline something like that was thrown throughout the house and also that a gas line like a natural gas line to the furnace was disconnected, which is why the blaze was so big is because natural gas was pumping into the house. Right. So, so what they're thinking is that the accelerant was poured everywhere and that the gas line was disconnected. And the person who did this left so that way they would have time to get away waiting for the gas to reach either the pilot light on the water heater Or maybe even a candle that was lit somewhere in the house. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that leaves one big question. Where's Robert? Where's the dad? His whole family is dead and he's not home. Now, granted, he did work. So police go to the Mayo Clinic where he worked. He was a Mm -hmm. respiratory therapist and he's not there. He was a no call, no show. So mm. that's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. They go to the media and they're like, you know, hey, Robert, you know, we're looking for you. Any information you have, you're not a suspect at this time. We just, you know, want to make sure that, you know, what happened to your family. Yeah. Yeah. So they never hear from him after that. And during their investigations, they find out from friends, family, and mostly neighbors. They, they find a lot of this out from neighbors that Robert and Mary had a strained marriage there was constant screaming and yelling constant fighting they find out from friends that there was infidelity possibly on both sides i mean in one of the documentaries i watched they uh robert's sister actually does say that he had an affair with a massage therapist like he was like tempted by fate or something or tempted or he couldn't 
resist temptation or something. Or he felt that's oh, it. He please. fell into temptation. Fucking eye rolled oh, it. Sure. So literally, yeah. Like, oh no, I'm getting a massage, and you know, she just fell on me. No, that's not how that works. But anyway, yeah. Idiot. So they're possibly infidelity on both sides. Definitely lots of screaming, lots of fighting. Not a happy marriage. But Robert's parents got divorced when he was like 15. And so he always told people that divorce is never an option for him because, you know, his parents' divorce to him was very traumatic. And so he, even though there was all these problems in the marriage, he always said divorce is never an option. So that also doesn't look good when you think about his whole family is now dead and he's nowhere to be found. And friends and neighbors had also said that Mary was thinking about divorcing him. Oh yeah. Big, huge red flag right there. Huge red flag after red flag after red flag. Right. Mm -hmm. So neighbors also report that they had a big blowout screaming fight at approximately 10 PM the night before the fire. So again, not a good look. Mm-mm. Three days later, on April 14th, 2001, police officially name Robert as an official suspect. Just based on all of the, you know, information they've received from family, friends, neighbors, and the fact that they can't find him. He was a no-condo show to work. And they don't have anything else to go based off of. Like, well, there's yeah, literally nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and his truck was in the driveway and was burnt down with the house, but Mary's forerunner was missing. Oh, okay. So that's also not a good look. Cause then it's like, Oh, if Robert did it, he's probably, he probably set this fire trying to burn the house so badly to where they won't be able to identify the body. And if I take Mary's car, they're going to think that Mary did it. Yep. Not me. Right. I mean, he tried, but like, he tried, but they identified so many, Mary. Oh my God, people are so stupid. Like, even if, it, if even if you like pour battery acid on someone, you could still go through the inside and find whether they're a male or a female, unless you like completely obliterate their insides. Right? She has a uterus and outside. Yeah, like, come on now, bro. <laughs> are you stupid? Maybe yeah. if it was like a lesbian couple, you could get away with it a little bit different, or a gay couple. <clears throat> Right, if they were trans or something. Yeah, or if they were gay and they were the same sex. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, if the the bodies had burnt that bad, who knows? Maybe he would have gotten away with it, but... True. Yeah, they know it's him. There's no denying it. So, on April 20th, 2001, right, like, 10 days later... Yeah, mm-hmm. 10 days later, police received a report about an abandoned vehicle in the woods near Payson, Arizona, and it's Mary's Toyota 4Runner. There's nothing there. The the 4Runner's been completely wiped down. All that's there is the family dog. So that tells you that Robert took the car. It's not a stranger because let's dogs aren't going to go with the stranger. Okay. No. Yeah, so they find the forerunner, they find the family dog, and in case you're wondering, it's a Queensland healer named Blue. Okay. Yes. And I saw a picture, he's really cute. Uh Um, So he was left with the forerunner 
but Robert is nowhere to be found. The only thing in the car is a coffee cup. Okay. And the only thing outside of the car is a pile of shit. Like he literally defecated outside the driver door, driver's side door. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. So, gross, man. and it is human feces. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he took a shit outside the forerunner, <laughs> left his dog. And friends say that he loved that dog more than he loved his family. So, that leads to some theories about what may have happened to him. Uh, but we'll, okay. we'll get to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, based on the location of the forerunner being out in Pace, Arizona, and Robert actually was an avid outdoorsman. So, he was constantly up near Pace and up near Young, Arizona, camping, hunting, fishing. Like, that was his thing. He, he was a survivalist, right? Like, he liked, you know, toughing it out in the woods, okay? Mm-hmm. So they, investigators believe that he may be hiding in one of the caves. I guess there's a lot of caves out in that area. So, you know, they're searching caves. They don't find anything. About a year later, on June 29th, 2002, Robert is placed on the FBI's 10 Most Wanted list. And he was featured on America's Most Wanted's Dirty Dozen. And when he was, that episode was aired, the Dirty Dozen episode, police received hundreds of tips about Robert but nothing came of them. In February of 2004, Canadian police actually arrest somebody who looks almost identical to Robert Fisher, and they are convinced that they have the right guy. Yeah. So they get in touch with Scottsdale PD. And, I mean, this man looks like Robert. He's missing the same tooth as Robert. He has the same scar on his back from a back surgery that Robert had. It's... Insanity, right? So Mm -hmm. they actually get in touch with uh, one of Robert's old neighbors and they send him out to Canada. Oh my God. They pretend to arrest him, pretend like he is, you know, someone in the holding tank basically. And -hmm. then they walk Robert through to see if they can get a positive ID on Robert. And then the neighbor is convinced that it's Robert, but I guess later they are able to, um, compare his fingerprints, Mm -hmm. right? Because Robert was in the Navy. So he had a full set of prints on file. Mm -hmm. They're able to compare the fingerprints of that Canadian man with Robert's fingerprints. And they are not a match, even though that neighbor was so convinced that it was him. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's insane. I know. And uh, to this day, right, over 20 years later, 23 mm-hmm. years later, Scottsdale police still receive tips on a daily basis, weekly basis, you know, about Robert. But so far, Robert has never been found. What? Yep. Did you see a picture of the guy that looked exactly like Robert? Or did you find a picture of that I guy? I did not. I, I did not. But, I mean... The neighbor was I'm convinced. pretty sure it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. I know. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. And I will post pictures of Robert and Mary and Brittany and Bobby. There's a family photo that I'll post on Instagram. I'll post pictures of the house. 
you know, burnt to a crisp. Um, and then also the FBI released age progress photos. So I'll post that on there too. So you can see what he looked like back in 2001 and then also what he may look like today. But there are some theories surrounding what may have happened to Robert. One is that he got away and he assumed a new identity and he's living his life somewhere else. Right. Yeah. The other is that he is still out in the woods somewhere living off the land because of his experience with hunting and fishing and being an outdoorsman. Right. Another one is maybe he was living in the caves or is living in a cave out there and they just never found him. And then another theory is that he maybe went up there realized that like what he did or whatever. And that's why he left the dog. Right. Because if he was living off the land, you would think he would take the dog with him. If he assumed yeah. a new life, he would take the dog with him. You know, un unless maybe he's like, I just, I'm going to cut ties. I don't know. But the other theory is that he committed suicide somewhere. And that's why he left the dog with the truck or I mean the forerunner. I mean, that. who knows? That's insane. What a yeah. sick man because like that I, yeah no, I, I don't even know where to go with it because i'm like trying to think of like the reasons that he did it but obviously there's no reason behind it because they he hasn't been found or caught or anything so no and he he hasn't pulled in well okay so the night before the fire there is atm footage of him pulling 280 dollars out of their bank account Mm -hmm. And, you know, oh, that's an odd amount. Apparently, that was the the maximum daily limit that he could pull out at the ATM. Right? Okay. So, he did pull $280 out the night before at the ATM. But that's it. And they were pretty well off, right? Yeah. They lived in fucking Scottsdale, which you and I know. Scottsdale is like rich people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we Wealthy don't belong in Scottsdale. Okay? No, I live like, in Apache Junction. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry if any <laughs> I'm like if anybody lives I never lived in a Apache Junction <laughs> if anybody does live in a Apache Junction I am so sorry <laughs> you know what's funny what you know my coworker A yeah they live in a Apache Junction ah <laughs> 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 So, with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we all have no, a little AJ in us. It's fine. <laughs> I know, right? And if not, we do not have any Scottsdale in us, though. <laughs> that's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck no. We do not fit in over there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I forgot what I was saying. I don't even know where I was going. <laughs> I don't even know, honestly. You started talking about Apache Junction, and I lost my whole train of Bitch, thought right there. I started talking about Apache Junction. I think you did. No. Whatever. Uh, no, anyway, I yeah. So shouldn't. when you think about, um, you know, them, oh, I remember. When you think about how well off they were, right? Mm -hmm. Him pulling out $280, that's nothing. There's nothing. And that's nothing compared to what they had in the bank. So, like, if he really was going to make a run for it or get away, you would think that he would pull out more money. But, yeah, uh, yeah no. That 280 bucks the night before, that's it. That is weird. Yeah. Because I'm like... Yeah. No other movement of money. 
strange. I mean, there's tons of things that he could have done, but fuck that, man. I don't even want to think about any things that he could have done because yeah. he's horrible Poli- for I mean, what he did. Police think that he is still alive, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to lean more towards the fact that he said the divorce is not an option, right? And so he kills all of them, has time to think about it, kind of, right? And maybe can't live with the guilt. Because, I, I mean, your wife is one thing. If they were screaming and yelling and fighting, your, your wife is one thing. But your kids and how mm. brutally he did it, I mean, he almost decapitated yeah. them, right? They, it's, they said that, you know, their throats were slit ear to ear. ear to ear, yeah. That's crazy. That's insane. And I mean, his his, his kids were well loved. Yeah. They were member. I mean, all the whole family was members of the church. You know, they his daughter the night before received an honor roll award. <laughs> like, yeah, That's insane. I, yeah, so I think he probably committed suicide once he had time to process what he did. But I mean, who knows? He could, yeah. Police think he's alive, which, I mean, I hope he is, and I hope they can find him and arrest him. That way he can rot in jail. But, yeah. If not, then hopefully some coyotes or some wolves or something ate him. Yeah, right? What's up north? Mountain (laughs) lions? Bobcats? I don't know what's up there. A fucking squirrel? Bears? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is there bears? There's probably bears. Maybe a fucking elk. Fucking got him. But, mm. yeah. Maybe he got hit. Maybe he was on the road and he got hit by those semi-trucks. Ooh, let's hope. No, because then they would have to call the cops. He would have been ID'd. Not if he got so messed up from the, like, from the hit because it's such a big car. Maybe, like, yeah. he turned into little pieces and they weren't able to identify the body. Like, he didn't <laughs> want them to identify his wife's. Bam. Bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's that's it for this episode. I know it's a pretty short one. But, I mean, there's just... There's no information. Yeah. To this day, police have not named any other suspects. He has been the one and only suspect the entire 20 plus years that the case mm. has been unsolved. So it's insane. It's probably him. And yeah, if anybody has any information or, you know, tips about this case, or, you know, if you fucking see Robert out there, contact your local FBI office, or you can contact Scottsdale police at 480-312-5000. Does it say around like what age he would be or like when he was born or anything? Uh, yeah, he was born April 13th, 1961. So today he would be 62 years old. Okay. I was trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're looking for an old man now, which is why the, um, they released the age progressed photos. And I want to say the age progressed photos. I believe it was like an estimation of him being like 55 years old. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, He's probably an old man, but he was pretty active. So I'm, um, I would assume that he would still be, you know, 
kind of sort of like fit. Like a younger looking old man. Yeah, like, yeah, because he was fit in the photo. All the photos that you see of him, he looks like a fit guy. Like he's thin, you know, looks kind of muscular or whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'll post fi- I'll post the photos on Instagram so you guys can see what he looked like back then and then also what he may look like now. Yeah. But yeah. And that's that's it. That's all I got. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and next week you will hear me with my episode. Yay. And again, <laughs> I'm so sorry that you guys had to wait an extra week for this episode. It's okay. They understand. You guys understand, right? Yeah. See, they understand. Yeah, yeah, they do. And if you don't, well, sorry. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I did my best, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right. With that, um, we will catch you at the next crime scene. Yeah. See ya. Bye. (laughs) Bye.